Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, The Lily of the Valley. part of the last century, there was a preacher in a small Holland community near Grand Rapids, Michigan, who loved to preach but disliked singing. 
his congregation was made up of immigrants from Holland and they insisted on having the service in their native language instead of English. All their music was taken exclusively from the Dutch Psalter, which was actually psalm set to music. These long meter selections were very slow, and consequently the singing of even one stanza took considerable time. This preacher would permit only one or two verses to be sung at a time, which rather disturbed some of the members of his assembly. Finally, the minister received and accepted a call to another church. He was embittered by the criticism he had heard concerning the lack of music in his services, so he vindictively decided to get even. Before preaching his farewell message, he arose and said, Many of you have complained that I have not let you sing enough as a congregation while I was your pastor. I expect to make up this morning for my deficiency in that regard. You will rise and sing all the stanzas of Psalm 119. And as you know, Psalm 119 is 176 verses long. After the first verse, the minister retired to another room and did not return until well over 20 minutes later when the congregation was hoarsely gasping out the closing measures. Many years later, no one in the church could remember any of the fine sermons the preacher delivered or how he was an excellent pastor. They only recalled his bitterness on that final morning when the moment of human weakness, the pastor got his revenge. We too can spoil our own testimony by one unscriptural act of anger or malice. People always remember when you hurt or deceive them, but soon forget your good deeds. So if someone has wronged you in some way, don't try to avenge yourself. Just tell the Lord and let Him work it out to His glory. Listen to the words of this beautiful song as Don and Larry Grable sing for us, Tell It to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus Tell it to Jesus He is a friend that's well known You've no other such a friend or brother Tell it to Jesus Are you a 
anxious what shall be tomorrow, tell it to Jesus alone. Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus, he is a friend that's well known. You've no other such a friend or brother, tell it to Jesus alone. Tell it to Jesus alone. You are listening to Join the Morning which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Randy Bickle plays for us the piano this wonderful song, My Savior's Love.
in at least four ways the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ is established by the scriptures, by what he was, by what he did, and by what he did not do. There are at least 12 things the Lord Jesus Christ did not do that mark him as the eternal Son of God. Number one, he never sought advice. There has probably never been in all history any man who did not at some point or another seek advice. But not so with the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? He is the wisdom of God as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. He never changed his mind. He moved with such supreme insight that he never had to change his mind. He never uttered a sentence or a word that he had to correct. He was and is the God-man. Number three, the Lord Jesus Christ was never in a hurry. He was not in a hurry when he chose his twelve disciples or when he performed his miracles. Four, he never showed fear. There's never been a man in all history who did not feel fear in times of great crisis, but not so with the Lord Jesus Christ. He had nothing to fear. He knew the outcome and he was perfect in knowledge. Five, he never made a mistake. Nobody could fault him for any of his actions or words. Six, he never showed surprise. It is said that his disciples were amazed, but never Lord Jesus Christ. And he was not surprised when Judas betrayed him, for he knew who Judas was and what he would do. He was not surprised when Peter denied him, not once, but three times. Seven, he was never defeated in a controversy. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Rhodians, and all the scribes all failed to trap him in his words. Eight, he never performed a selfish miracle. All miracles he performed were for others, even when he was hungry after fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Nine, he never stopped trusting God the Father. Even as he hung on the cross, he trusted God the Father while the whole world was gripped in darkness. 10. He never denied a good request. He granted every good request that was asked of him. God withholds nothing from his children that would be good for us in his glory. 11. He never confessed a sin. He had none to confess. 12. He never apologized for anything he did, said, or did not do. We must apologize often for our actions and words that hurt those around us. The Lord Jesus Christ, God's perfect Son, was the only acceptable sacrifice for our sin. Won't you receive him today? Listen now as Joshua and Stephanie McClellan sing this beautiful song for us entitled, Carry Me. I try to catch my breath. It hasn't happened yet. I'm wide awake in the middle of the night, scared to death. So I pray, God, would you make this stop? Father, please hold on to me, you're all I've got. Carry me, carry me, carry me now. My sinking sand to your solid ground. The only way I'm ever gonna make it out is if you carry me, carry me, carry me. Now, God, carry me, 
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, His teachings. John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. In many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of His disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. John chapter 21, verse 25. And there are also many other things which Jesus did to which, if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Last week, our study in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, we began to study the sermons, the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry. We began with his message, his very important dispensational understanding, which he gave at the synagogue in Nazareth as recorded in Luke chapter 4. It truly was a dispensational message, a dispensational understanding as he quoted Isaiah 61, verse 1, and only part of Isaiah 61, verse number 2. The words he left off were not being fulfilled during his first coming, but will be absolutely fulfilled at the second coming of Christ. His sermons. 
include his discourse to Nicodemus in John 3, his message on the two resurrection of life and of damnation in John 5, the Good Shepherd discourse in John 10, that he is the door in John 10, the Sermon on the Mount, the seven mystery parables, the Olivet Discourse, which he gave just two days before his death on the cross, plus many other parables, his miracles, the widow's son raised, walking on water, and truly many other miracles that he performed. John's seven signs, water to wine in John 2, the healing of the nobleman, the healing of the invalid, the feeding of the 5,000, walking on water, the healing of the blind, and the raising of Lazarus from the dead in John chapter number 11. Question, who are the two revealers in the Bible? If you were asked that question, how would you answer it? Would you include the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry, thus making the Lord Jesus Christ as one of the two revealers in the Word of God? The actual answer is Moses with the law and the Apostle Paul with grace. And you might be thinking those answers have to be wrong. Where is the Lord Jesus Christ? What about him? What about all his teachings? What does the Word of God tell us? Romans chapter 15, verse number 8. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of the gospel to confirm the promises he made unto the fathers. The Lord Jesus Christ was a minister of circumcision confirming, establishing the truths made to the fathers. So he is not revealing new truth as Moses revealed the law and the Apostle Paul revealed true grace. The Lord Jesus Christ was confirming what God had said in the Old Testament to the fathers through the prophets. The Lord Jesus Christ is recorded in the inspired, the inerrant, the infallible, the preserved Word of God. He is not going throughout the known world and preaching. There are just two recorded encounters with Gentiles. The Roman centurion in Matthew chapter number 8 and the Syrophoenician woman in Matthew 15. In a later time, we'll discuss and look at those two encounters with these Gentiles in greater detail. Why? Because he was sent but the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Matthew chapter 15, verse number 24. But he answered and he said, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So we need to continue understanding Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Truly, as John 4 tells us, it is the earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ to the nation of Israel. That's what's going on. Confirming the promises made to the fathers. And you might be thinking, well, what about didn't Christ love the world? Is what he said in John 3 with Nicodemus. We'll talk about that. But you have to understand this is why it is so important to look at God's Word and study God's Word and rightly divide it. And that's why we began with his message at that synagogue in Nazareth. It's why the Lord Jesus Christ quotes Isaiah 61 verse 1 and part of verse 2 and says, This day is this scripture being fulfilled in your ears, but left off the days of vengeance because of the Olivet Discourse. As recorded later in Luke, the days of vengeance involve what? Dealing with the tribulation and the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have any Bible questions concerning our study on the life of Christ, 
or any biblical questions that you would like answered during our Wednesday night Bible study, ask the pastor. Please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131, or you can email Pastor Stewart at Altoona Bible at altoonabible.org. We, we welcome your questions. We want this time and have always prayed and wanted this time to be a time of spiritual growth where we can study God's Word and understand it dispensationally, a mid-acts dispensational approach and understanding the Word of God rightly divided. It begins with salvation. If you're not saved, if you never truly trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, the only way of salvation is to acknowledge that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, that he was buried and that he rose again. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 and 4. And when you confess that and understand that you're a sinner and the only way of salvation, we're going to read and study John 10, I am the door. There's not many ways of, to get salvation. Christ is the door. He is the way. John chapter 14, verse number 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 says, For the preaching of the cross to them who perish is foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. It is the power of God that can save us. It is the power of God through the Holy Spirit that help us understand God's Word. It is the power of God that can save you right now if you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ. Right now you have life, you have the breath of life. Believe and trust Him, and God will save you, and you have the gift of eternal life. Won't you do that? Won't you do that right now, right where you're at, before it is absolutely eternally too late in your life? listening to join the morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. In my heart and in my mind.